This week's comment, Harsh Talk, by Margaret Talbot, from The New Yorker magazine, November 16, 2015. Three years ago, after the re-election of Barack Obama, a rueful Republican National Committee launched an inquiry into where the party had gone wrong. Researchers for the Growth and Opportunity Project contacted more than 2,600 people, voters, officeholders, party operatives, conducted focus groups, and took polls around the country. The resulting report is a bracingly forthright piece of self-criticism that took the GOP to task for turning off young voters, minorities, and women. A key finding was that candidates needed to curb the harsh talk about immigration. Mitt Romney's call for self-deportation was loser rhetoric, making people feel that a GOP nominee or candidate does not want them in the United States was poor politics. The report offered one specific policy recommendation. We must embrace and champion comprehensive immigration reform. If we do not, our party's appeal will continue to shrink to its core constituencies. None of the current Republican presidential hopefuls seem to have taken that counsel to heart. Donald Trump, the frontrunner, wouldn't, of course. The Hispanics love me, he claims, despite the fact that he proposes building a wall on the Mexican border to keep out people he equates with criminals, drug dealers, rapists. Ben Carson takes issue with Trump's stance, sort of. It sounds really cool, you know, let's just round them all up and send them back, he said, but it would cost too much, so he advocates deploying armed drones at the border. Some Republicans are hoping that Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, who rose to third and fourth place following last month's debate in Boulder, or even Jeb Bush in fifth, can help this situation. Rubio's parents were born in Cuba, as was Cruz's father. But Cruz, a Tea Party conservative and a Southern Baptist, isn't exactly an avatar of Latino cultural identity. When he does embrace that identity, it tends to be awkward, as when he told a meeting of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce last spring, I don't think I've ever seen a Hispanic panhandler, and the reason is in our community it would be shameful to be begging on the street. Rubio is at ease invoking the experience of his immigrant parents, his father was a bartender, his mother a maid, and sometimes gives interviews in Spanish, though he has had to defend the practice against attacks from Trump. Bush has a bicultural family, but all three have moved to the unwelcoming right on immigration. In 2013, Rubio sponsored a bipartisan bill to create a path to citizenship for undocumented immigrants living here, but he renounced it and now says that we can't even have a conversation about the fate of the undocumented until the borders are secured. Cruz has endorsed eliminating automatic birthright citizenship for children born in the United States to undocumented parents. Bush is still willing to grant citizenship to some undocumented immigrants if they meet a long list of conditions, but this summer he released a six-point plan that stresses the need for a military-style fortification of the border. All three also differ with majorities of Latino voters on other issues— most Latino voters support stricter gun control and a higher minimum wage, and most say that climate change matters to them personally and that the federal government needs to act on it. 
Moreover, any assumption that Latino voters, a very diverse group, can be relied upon to choose Latino candidates regardless of their positions is not supported by evidence. In Texas in 2012, when Cruz ran for the Senate, about 60% of the Latino vote went to his opponent, a white Democrat. In the primary season, candidates often say things that make trouble for their party in the general election. We're likely to see an extreme version of that phenomenon this time, above all in battleground states like Colorado, Nevada, and North Carolina, where the winner will need to carry the minority vote. Trump's anti-immigrant sloganeering and his rival's scramble to keep up with it won't be easy to forget. In 2012, Romney got just 23% of the Latino vote. In 2016, the Republican candidate will need to get twice that, according to a recent analysis made by the political scientists David Damore and Matt Barreto. That's because the Latino share of the electorate has been growing. By 2050...